When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The League Cup is back. You all right? Well, it was back some time ago, wasn't it? But the big boys are back in play as from today, as it is the best weekend of the footballing calendar third round day well that's the FA Cup isn't it but let's look at the black sheep of the English football competition calendar we'll be skipping ahead to the end to look back at the 20 best League Cup finals ever now we're ranking this on the quality and as well as the story so without further ado let's rank the 20 greatest League Cup finals ever being a list of 20 we of course start at number 20 a more recent addition to this list Manchester City 3 Sunderland 1 from 2014 and before the good old days Man City hadn't won a trophy since 1976 of course they ended that with a FA Cup in 2010 the 2011 rather and the Premier League in 2012 and the trophy that started this drought was the 1976 League Cup final which we'll of course get on to later on in the show so the flip side of that, Manchester City were facing Sunderland and Sunderland, the last time they were in a cup final, they'd lost to Norwich in 1985's League Cup final as well. And the last time they'd actually won out was in the 1973 FA Cup final, then beating probably around that time the top team in England in Don Revy's Leeds United. Here was a team, Manchester City, you could argue, definitely weren't the league champions but they would win the league again for the second time in three years in this season the 2013-14 season under Manuel Pellegrini and Sunderland of course went ahead Fabio Barini 10 minutes on the clock and famous celebration Sunderland going to half time 1-0 up you think oh could Sunderland spring a surprise we'd seen a couple of surprises in the uh, previous couple of years the 2011 League Cup final, which of course get on to in a minute, and more pertinently perhaps the 2013 FA Cup final, which featured Manchester City losing to Wigan. Wigan who'd go on to get relegated days later. 
um, of courtesy of Ben Watson, of course. It wouldn't be a 1-0 here. It wouldn't be a shock. You've got Yaya Toro with an absolute screamer of a goal inside 55 minutes and then just a second or two later, really, it felt like a second. Sami Nasri scores the second and Manchester City are up 2-1 and with 30 minutes on the clock there or thereabouts, Sunderland presumably you'd think have no retort and they don't. Jesus Navas scores the third in the 90th minute to get Manchester City back on the board in terms of League Cups and really haven't looked back since, have they? They are absolutely dominant in this competition and hopefully, from a neutral's point of view, you'd hope won't win it again this year as they've now won four in a row, like the old Liverpool team did back in the 80s. Number 19, Swansea City 5. Bradford City nil from 2013. Now I include this one purely for the story. Bradford were the first ever fourth tier club to make a League Cup final. They hadn't won anything of any notes or anything actually in roughly a century since the FA Cup in the 1910s. Meanwhile, Swansea were out for their first major trophy as well. I'm not counting the Welsh Cup, sorry. Swansea fans, um, on the route to the final, Bradford had a good go of it, to be fair. They'd beaten Premier League opponents in Wigan. They'd beaten Arsenal, perhaps most famously, at Valley Parade in front of a sellout crowd on, on penalties to Aston Villa. They beat them over two legs, which was then the sticking point. You think, hold on, this then <laughs> name might be on the trophy here. But as we know, it wouldn't be. Nathan Dyer would score two, Michu would score a third, Jonathan de Guzman would score two and Swansea won 5-0 easily, the biggest win in League Cup final history. Number 18, Stoke 2, Chelsea 1, 1972. Now at this time, despite not being oil rich or with the backing of Roman Abramovich, Chelsea were one of the primary teams in England at the time. You got Peter Benetti in net a goalkeeper for England as well. You've got Chopper Harris, the mainstay in defence. You've got Peter Osgood up front and many more sprinkled around the team. They'd won the FA Cup in 1970, beating Leeds. They'd won in Europe as well, winning the Cup Winners' Cup against Real Madrid. Stoke, meanwhile, hadn't won a trophy. They'd been in the top flight since 1963 and probably the team I'd likened them to at the minute would be Newcastle, stuck in mid-table, Sort of flitting between 9th and 18th as what Stoke did at the time. And they went 1-0 up quite early on, a bit like Swans, uh, Sunderland did. Terry Conroy scoring inside five minutes and inevitably Peter Osgood scored on the stroke of half-time with the timing of that goal, you think. Oh, this is Chelsea's another trophy to stick in the uh, cabinet of a, what was then a very, very good cup team. George Eastham would score the winner though for Stoke inside 73 minutes and Stoke lifted as of yet their only major trophy. Went very close so with that FA Cup, didn't they, in 2011. Number 17, Liverpool versus Birmingham City from 2001. Now, Liverpool haven't won a single thing since the 1995 final when they'd beaten Bolton Wanderers again in the League Cup final. Birmingham likewise since the League Cup final in 1963 and around 2001, Birmingham were knocking on the door of the Premier League really they'd been on the cusp of promotion since seemingly the mid 90s they were second tier uh, Liverpool were attempted to gain re-entry into the Champions League they would of course do so at the end of this season they were of course on their way to a cup treble at the time weren't they and went ahead in this game here it was the first League Cup final I believe yes it would have been 
to be at the Millennium Stadium. Robbie Fowler scores the opener inside 30 minutes and then you think, oh, it's game over until the 90th minute. Darren Purse scores from the spot. He would do so again in the shootout, of course, this game. One of two where Liverpool got to a League Cup final to face second-tier team and in a penalty shootout. But Martin Granger and Andy Johnson would miss in the shootout for the Blues. Meanwhile, Jamie Carragher, of all people, wrapped up the League Cup with a converted penalty kick and Liverpool had won their first trophy in six years. They would win two more by the end of the uh, season there. Number 16, Sheffield Wednesday versus Manchester United, 1991. Manchester United and Alex Ferguson here had broken their trophy drought in 1990 with the FA Cup. We know the end of the story, The you know, the dynasty that he'd built there across 20-odd years, 25, 26, 27 years. So another final 11 months later, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be all sunshine, roses, going to be fine that Sheffield Wednesday were a second-tier team after all, and they'd gone down the season prior. They'd come up the this season that we're discussing, 1991, and stay in the top flight for almost a decade. Um, Wednesday hadn't won a trophy since the 1930s, so of course, with all those planets aligned, all those stars aligned, Sheffield Wednesday, of course, upset the odds of courtesy of Sean, John Sheridan in uh, the 37th minute to win the what was then known, the Rumblers Cup. Number 15, Liverpool won Everton nil from 1984's final. Now, if you listen to the Patreon podcast we did on Wednesday, the great the head-to-head podcast between Everton in the 80s and Wolves in the 50s. You'll know this story as well. Everton getting to two cup finals in 1984, winning one, losing one. This is the one they lost the League Cup final. Liverpool would win their fourth European Cup this season. They'd also win their fourth League Cup in a row. Uh, fantastic. Uh, this was this final was really the start of Merseyside dominating Wembley really um, the, the second really given that this is a replay and I think for the significance of it we have to rank it in here Graham Souness 21st minute goal 21st minute winner the only goal of the game which leads us on to number 14 Nottingham Forest 1 Liverpool nil from 1978 another League Cup replay another great story another great final featuring Liverpool who obviously loved the League Cup the, the winner of the most League Cups in history so Nottingham Forest, they'd come up under Brian Clough the previous season. Liverpool were about to conquer Europe and they had done. And Clough were about to change all that. This was his first shot across the bow, as it were, a League Cup final win over the top dog in England. Clough and Forest, of course, would conquer Europe twice. John Robertson scoring here in the a 1-0 win. Forest would often win finals 1-0, of course, with the European Cup games. As English clubs ruled Europe, winning five in a row with Liverpool tacking on their third European Cup at the end of Forest's dominance. 13, Liverpool, another final feature in Liverpool 2, Cardiff 2 in 2012, another League Cup final, another Liverpool League Cup final, another Liverpool League Cup final versus second-tier opposition, and of course another Liverpool League Cup final versus second-tier opposition. That went to a penalty shootout. Liverpool had conquered Europe in the 21st century, they'd almost conquered the league in 2009, but they were in a financial pickle. They'd gone through a couple of managerial changes. They'd got Kenny Dalglish in. Cardiff, like Birmingham in 2001, wrangling for a for a promotion, almost hadn't, would do soon in the next 12 to 15 months, really. And what followed was probably a higher quality game than the Birmingham game, which is ranked, why it's ranked a bit higher. So we've got Joe Mason scoring the opening goal for Cardiff, getting them on the way. And you think, wow, Cardiff are going to actually upset the odds against Liverpool. And I think for me, even as a Man United fan, I couldn't see Liverpool not winning it. But you still got that niggling doubt in the back of your mind. Liverpool on the down slope, Cardiff on the upward slope. Could it happen? It hasn't happened in a while. 
that a second tier team would beat a top tier team in the League Cup. Martin Skirtle equalised and you think, yeah, it's game over. They're going to score again. It's But then it would go to extra time. Dirk Count scoring in the second half of extra time. And that's when you think, yeah, now it's definitely over. Until 118 minutes, Ben Turner scores. And then with Stephen Gerrard and Charlie Adam, remember him at Liverpool? Both missing penalties in the shootout. And uh, Cardiff going 1-0 up in the shootout. You think, right, this is actually happening. The, the, com- the comeback is on for Cardiff. But then, of course, Anthony Gerrard helping his cousin out uh, immeasurably with the uh, last penalty miss. Glenn Johnson scoring the fifth and final kick of the penalty shootout for Liverpool, winning 3-2 and Liverpool escape by the skin of their teeth against second-tier opposition again. Number 12, Tottenham Hotspur 2, Chelsea 1 from 2008. Tottenham could only win League Cups really in the Premier League era and that much is true. Apparently they'd won, obviously won the FA Cup before the Premier League era. A year out from the Premier League's inception, Chelsea, since Spurs last won the League Cup in 1999, had become an absolute behemoth. They'd become one of the biggest clubs in England. They were routinely challenging in Europe. They'd get to a Champions League final for the first time later on in this year. They'd won the league twice under Mourinho, almost won a domestic treble in 2007. Obviously won the League Cup in 2005 and 2007 under Jose Mourinho. They loved the League Cup, but this was Avram Grant. And in the end, despite Didier Drogba scoring in yet another final, third League Cup final, this was his uh, third League Cup final goal and 39 minutes. It seemed like that was it, all wrapped up. Chelsea were gone a similar dominance to Manchester City for the current age, Liverpool of the 80s. But then you've got Dimitar Berbatov scoring from a penalty. Then you've got Jonathan Woodgate scoring with his face in the uh, extra time period on 94 minutes. And with that, Tottenham had won their second League Cup, their second trophy in the Premier League era. Um, two trophies in nine years, what it was. And they haven't won one since. Continually fall at the League Cup hurdle, of course, more recently in 2015 against Chelsea again and then in uh, this year of course 2021 against Manchester City number 11 another Tottenham defeat um, Blackburn 2 Tottenham won in 2002 maybe it's just me but I for some reason I kind of look up on this final with fondness maybe it's that legendary Blackburn kit that they wore maybe it's Sooness Roaring back, back to win a trophy as a manager a decade after his last obviously the FA Cup for Liverpool in 1992 against Sunderland. Maybe it's, for me, I think a good final is two teams of equal footing going at it, really. Two top-tier teams that aren't really big big names. Obviously, that does help. But in the League Cup final, sometimes it is heavily skewed, like Liverpool versus Cardiff, Liverpool versus Birmingham. Here we have two mid-table top-half teams, and it makes it a lot more interesting for me. Spurs, as we discussed, won the League Cup in 99. Blackburn hadn't won anything since the Premier League in 95. And before that, uh, the last trophy was their sixth FA Cup in 1928 and went ahead here through Matt Janssen, who was, for me, one of the most underrated, one of the more cult centre-forwards of his time in the Premier League. Loved Matt Janssen. Should have been named in England squads more for me, in my opinion, anyway. So Christian's eager levels things up for Spurs immediately. And around this time, probably 2001 too. so probably say they are dead even. Blackburn probably slightly take it and they slightly took this game as well. Andy Cole... His um, experience shining through with the winning goal on 68 minutes and Blackburn won their first cup in almost 80 years. After this short break, we'll run down matches 10 to 1 and decide what is the greatest ever League Cup final. Stick around. 
Welcome back, number 10. Second half of the show here, counting down the greatest League Cup finals ever. Number 10, Manchester City 2, Newcastle 1 from 1976. I told you we'd get to this game. Two teams, really, um, from the 60s in terms of success. They were facing a sharp decline now by the mid-70s, and perhaps this game has entered the mythology through the passing of time, purely because it is Manchester City's final trophy before the money came in. It would have been Newcastle's final ever trophy if they'd have won it. Meanwhile, Newcastle would embark on their own trophyless run, which is, of course, still ongoing. Peter Barnes and Dennis Tuart scoring for Manchester City in what was a 2-1 win. Number nine, a more, much more recent example here. Manchester United 3, Southampton 2 from 2017. Famously, part of the treble that Manchester United won. Not the Sir Alex Ferguson treble, of course, of 99 with the Champions League, League and FA Cup, but the Mourinho treble of the Community Shield, the League Cup, the UEFA Cup, Europa League, as it was then known. Nice marker to show how far they had fallen in the intervening years, really. Southampton had only had history against Manchester United in the Cup final, of course, 1976 FA Cup, and they hadn't won a damn thing since. Or really ever, apart from that, they came close in the 79 League Cup final, but Forrest was there, of course, with Brian Clough at the time. And this was as Latan Ibrahimovic finally opened the scoring. Jesse Lingard, as he did at the time, scored, scored in uh, Cup finals at Wembley, making it two, and you think, oh, it's plain sailing. Me as a Man United fan definitely fought that, until Maniolo Gabbiadini scored one before the break, then one quickly after the break to make it two all, and... By that point, the, the sort of momentum was with Southampton and Zlatan came up with a goods though, three minutes from time with a header. Point blank range, United scraped through that final against Southampton and of course would go on to win the Europa League at the end of the season. Number eight, Aston Villa three, Manchester United one from 1994. Perhaps not the most famous 3-1 win for Aston Villa over Man United in the mid-90s, but perhaps it should be because this meant probably a bit more it ended up with Villa getting their hands on a trophy. Of course, it would be the last trophy that Aston Villa have won, um, a major trophy at least, and United were on at this time for a domestic treble. They would, of course, win the FA Cup, would win the league, the second league in a row, as we discussed, Man United were well on their way to becoming a dominant force in the 90s, firmly conquering England and had appeared in the League Cup final for three of the past four years, winning the... League Cup final in 92, losing the one in 91, which you discussed against Sheffield Wednesday. And here they were on the losing side again. And if you've been listening to the Barclays on Friday, every uh, every week there on the Sports Social Podcast Network, which we are now a production of, you'd know that two of my favourite strikers from the opening season of the Premier League were Daley Atkinson and Dean Saunders, and both combined for all three goals here. Daley Atkinson opening the scoring with Dean Saunders, finding the net for the second late on to kill the game pretty much. Although Mark Hughes did score a consolation, Dean Saunders wrapped things up with a penalty in the final minute and Aston Villa are now on for nearly 30 years without a trophy. Number seven, Birmingham two, Arsenal one from 2011 perhaps. The biggest shock to feature two top tier teams really. Birmingham were admittedly on the downward slope. They'd get relegated a few months later. This was though. This was roughly in the middle of our Arsenal ever going to win a trophy again era, and obviously this would nail that sort of theory as well, reaffirm it. Of course, Arsenal would have to wait only three more years to win that trophy, the FA Cup in twenty fourteen. And for a club of Arsenal stature, for me, 
to have only won one League Cup is quite shambolic. And uh, Birmingham, as we've already covered, what got to the 2001 final, came nail-bitingly close in the penalty shootout against Liverpool. They were an established Premier League club now a decade on. Been relegated twice, go through one another another time this season. And, like, and through winning this trophy, they had the novelty like Wigan after them. Uh, Ipswich before them, Millwall before them, have played in a European competition in the second tier. And it came about um, through Nikola Zigic's goal early on. You've got Robin van Persie levelling it up. And then the cataclysmic error between the goalkeeper and Lauren Koscielny there, bumping into each other, Oberfemi Martins. Slides it through, he's through on goal and just taps it in. Final minute, Birmingham go wild. Their first trophy since the 60s. First major one, at least. And Arsenal's time. <laughs> now at five years, it would, no, six years it would have been since their last trophy. And it just, the misery was heaped on. Pales into comparison now, though, it seems. Number six, Swindon three, Arsenal one from 1969, all the way back to one of the first League Cup finals. One of the bigger clubs in England in Arsenal were um, kind of left behind in the 60s. We got the likes of Bill Nicholson winning the double for Spurs. You've got Busby's United. You've got Don Revy's Leeds. You've got um, Alf Ramsey at Ipswich. You've got Catterick at Everton. Bill Shankly at Liverpool, of course. Arsenal got to the 1968 League Cup final, losing to Don Revy's Leeds. They hadn't won anything for 16 years. Swindon were a third-tier team. Finally, this was the time for Arsenal to win. Um, this was the 2011 final, but on crack, really, um, because obviously Swindon in what we amount to now, League One, Arsenal would find their way back. They'd win the double in two years' time, so they were by no means a bad club at the time, just going through a bit of a lean period. And it would be goals from Roger Smart and then two from Don Rogers in extra time to win the League Cup for Swindon. Even more impressive than the shock at number seven. Even more impressive that Bobby Gold equalised for Arsenal with four minutes to go. Even more impressive that Swindon bounced back from that to go again in extra time as a League One team at what we would call now and win the damn thing, which is still the biggest shock in League Cup history for me anyway. Number five, QPR three, West Brom two from 1967, another classic from the 60s here. QPR, they'd never won anything, never reached a final at the time. West Brom were League Cup holders. They'd add four FA Cups to their name. They'd win the Cup the following year as well. And this one is up here for what was an underdog win for the comeback as well. You've got Clive Clark scoring two goals for a West Brom team who were probably favourites at the time. Um, taking the baggies into half-time, 2-0 up. So you've got QPR, massive underdogs, 2-0 down at half-time, so can only go one way. And then you've got Roger Morgan's equaliser. You've got Rodney Marsh's superb goal from outside the box. Lovely, lovely low-drilled effort into the corner. And then you've got Mark Lazarus rising from the dead <laughs> with a bit of a scabby goal, really. But um, 81st-minute winner for a team that were an underdog to come back from 2-0 down to at half-time to win 3-2 in the manner that they did. One of the more forgotten um, League Cup finals because of its time been 50 years ago, nearly 60 years ago, still uh, holds up today, watching the highlights, fantastic, dramatic game of football it was. And if you want to talk about drama, number four, Chelsea 2, Arsenal 1 from 2007. And of course, commentators say that we don't like fighting in our football, but when it gets an extra bit of spice, it's, come on, it is entertaining. And this was one of the most seminal fights in, in English football, at least in the 21st century. 
a great bubbling over of a football rivalry, really, that was steeped in competition. Neither were really they're each other's main rivals, historically, regionally, etc. You've got Arsenal winning the league, going invincible in 2004, but Chelsea beat them in the Champions League. You've got Chelsea winning the league in, 2000, in 2005, but Arsenal winning the FA Cup. You've got Chelsea winning the league in 2006, but... Arsenal did nothing, did they? Uh, and then you've got Chelsea winning the FA Cup in 2007 and Arsenal again did nothing because, well, of this game. It was another shameful advert to say that Arsenal have only won the League Cup once, which is an absolute shambles. You've also got the highlight of John Terry nearly getting his head kicked off his shoulders by Abu Dhabi, which was shocking to watch, really, as a, as a uh, 14-year-old. More fun, though, was the uh, the brawl at the end, which was, you know, less dangerous, really. It's football, they're not really brawls or fights, are they? It's just pushes and shoves, which... I think this gets taken to a slightly extra level, a bit like Arsenal's match with Manchester United from four or five years before this. And of course, in between this is some football. Theo Walcott's got an absolute superb goal, first goal for him in an Arsenal shirt, which is a fine time to get it, of course. A year into his time at the Emirates, Didier Drogba, of course, it's, it's a League Cup final, so he scores. He scores again, he scores his fourth and fifth League Cup final goals, the equaliser and then the header. Um, with six minutes left on the clock to win uh, yet another League Cup for Jose Mourinho, his second in a row. Aston Villa, three. Everton, two at number three from 1977. This game went the distance, ended with a nil-nil draw. The second game went the distance, ending 1-1 thanks to a Bob Latchford equaliser in 88 minutes. And the roles were reversed for the second replay. Take three. Uh, Latchford's going for Everton early on, but Chris Nickel equalised late. And Brian Little scores a minute later to overturn the lead late on in the final 10 minutes with Villa. And you think finally, well, they must have fought in the 70s with uh, three games spanning a month. This game was finally going to be over a month after it started. And then you've got Mick Lyons, the Everton captain, equalising on 83 minutes. And you're thinking, you must be thinking, when will this game ever end? And then mercilessly. One minute ago, which spared a third replay, which is weird really because in a year prior to this, Brian Little scoring that goal, the third goal for Villa that's, that wins the League Cup. A year prior to this, you've got the penalty shootout between Czechoslovakia and West Germany in the Euros. Surely, at some stage, probably after the first replay, you think, let's just settle it on penalties. Surely, they could have been going on still. Fantastic. Or they could have shared it like they did with the Community Shield, which would have been very... wouldn't be on the list. wouldn't have been nowhere near this list. wouldn't be in third place. Second is... Chelsea 3, Liverpool 2. We're, we're rounding off this list with a lot of 3 twos here. This one from 2005. This is only missing from the top spot purely because the story included of number one is just that little bit better. But the quality of this final is firmly up there. This was another feud like Chelsea versus Arsenal at the time that was simmer, simmering along nicely, especially in the early stages of 2005. And with the drawing of each other in the semi-finals of the Champions League and then Liverpool winning the Champions League and then certain draws happen in certain ways these two teams will just play each other non-stop between the 2004-05 season and the 2008-09 season that is counting them on the fingers five seasons they play each other 24 times which <laughs> is incredible 10 of which in the Champions League 2 of which in the League Cup and one of which was this final of those 24 games Chelsea won 10 of them this being one of those 10 highlight of Jose Mourinho shushing the crowd which as a neutral, although kind of, as a Man United fan, you're ingrained to hate Liverpool. You're suspicious of Chelsea at the time because they've had money for nearly eight, over 18 months now, but they've not done anything with it. This was the first time they'd done something with it. And Chelsea around this time were nailed on to win the league at this point. 
and he kind of the hatred grows for them the dislike at least grows for them a little bit so you're just sitting there marvelling at this absolutely ridiculous football match that we uh, watched I watched this in a pub in Keefley which is near me uh, fantastic atmosphere in there from uh, largely Liverpool pub um, to people who were supporting Chelsea were probably Man United fans like me or likewise like Leeds or whatever or maybe not John Anarisa scores inside one minute um, and you think oh it's like the Roberto Di Matteo final of 97 it'll be game over now but Gerard Stephen Gerrard scores for Chelsea 11 minutes to go own goal he's not just turning around and just scoring because he wants to engineer a move away and then you've got Didier Drogba scoring it's a League Cup final after all involving Chelsea it's sort of uh, tradition really um, that's when you get the Mourinho shush you've got Mieta Kesman making it 3-1 and obviously Antonio Nunez who is a forgotten man of that Liverpool Champions League winning team isn't he um scoring a late consolation to make it a little bit more interesting but for me it's the best League Cup final I've watched in its entirety but it's not number one on my list because number one is Luton 3 Arsenal 2 from 1988 so you've got Arsenal they firmly got on over that Swindon loss in 1969 they'd won the double in 71 they'd won another cup in 79 and they were the League Cup holders in 1987 they beat a strong Kenny Dalglish Liverpool side of course as we know Love a League Cup, much like Chelsea and Mourinho, much like Manchester City. Now, Charlie Nichols got both goals there in a 2-1 win. Wasn't in the squad here. Arsenal were on the cusp of two league titles in 89 and 91, a return to prominence under George Graham. By this point, Luton, town, although it doesn't seem it now, were an established top-tier team. They've been promoted in 1982 and were firmly there, or thereabouts, mid-table-ish. And um, they would win out, of course. Brian Stein scoring the opener early on but as the second half wore on with the goals from Martin Hayes and Alan Smith in quick succession with 20 minutes to go you've got the holders seemingly just holding holding on with a deftly grip onto this trophy which would have been Arsenal's second league cup of course as we know but ultimately Danny Wilson scores with eight minutes to go Brian Stain scores again in the 90th minute and that sprinkling of the 90th minute goal, the shock element of it, of course, as well. The quality of the game just makes it the most complete final for me in all aspects. And that is why it is ranked number one on the greatest League Cup finals list ranked ever. Thank you for listening to today's show. Tomorrow we've got a Naughty's Nostalgia podcast for you. We've got another episode of the Barclays as we finish up the inaugural season of the Premier League on Friday. Of course, this has been a Sports Social Podcast Network production where, of course, three days a week content on there. As per usual, of course, if you like podcasts like this, check out our Patreon page. That is patreon.com forward slash whatifootball. I've been Jake from What If Football and until next time, see you Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.